1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of
2: W.I.L.K. staff, management, or sponsors. (laughs) Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WYLK.
3: Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Thank you. Um, kind of a fun day today, being that it's Friday and it's uh, 80 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda of crazy. But uh okay. It that's fine because I guess I'm listening tomorrow it's gonna be a whole lot colder as the cold front comes in, but it's nice. And and I understand that this is not even considered to be
4: Indian summer. No, well, probably because probably because it didn't get cold enough yet for it to then get warm, right? So that would be right. the consideration.
3: Exactly. It yeah.
4: has to oh, get good. So we tonight. still have
3: looking forward. Yeah, my understanding is it has to reach twenty-eight degrees or lower, and then it oh. has to come back up again, and that's and it can happen more than once. This is all thanks to our dear friend Joan Glover, who sent me this information from Google. So okay. it isn't officially Indian summer until we've had that frost. So I guess you're right, it's something to look forward to. So anyway. Um
4: how's your week been? <laughs> um, my week has been um quiet. Huh. Quiet. Okay. I have um yeah, it's um Some things to do, but I've had a quiet week, which I'm which I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing Mm because next week, lots of stuff and lots of commitments and you know I don't why is that? I'm the
3: same way. This week has been relatively quiet, and next week I I don't see how I'm going to have time to breathe. But I don't know
4: why it is. I mean, for me, a lot of it are board meetings that are. Um, after, you know, work or lunchtime or <laughs> it's just, um, it's, that's the week that seems to get it, you know, for whatever reason, there's just a lot going on on top of yeah. work and everything else. So it, it's, um, but it's okay. It's you do what you got to do. Take the, take the, the rest and the calm when you can and the craziness when it happens. So yeah, but I it never good. fails Thursdays. Thursdays, uh, which is when, of course, we usually tape, and we we taped a little bit. We taped the guest expert, and then we taped our the rest of our stuff today. So Thursdays can, are getting, and I don't know if it's just because of you know the other responsibilities, but it's 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 like it never fails how crazy a Thursday gets for me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's all. You know what, Lynn, It's good because we had our, our you had your um, you have your relatives, your in-laws, your stepchildren visiting y- you um, yeah. this weekend before Mr. As we mentioned last week, Patrick A. Mm-hmm. A. DiNapoli's birthday, which was yesterday, uh-huh. um, the 14th, and um, mm-hmm. so they're in visiting, and I'm I'm sure he is thrilled to pieces to have the grand the grandbaby and the son and the daughter-in-law.
3: Yes, all good. All good. It is good.
4: So, fine.
3: It worked out well. And uh, we're going to have to think of a lot of things to do inside tomorrow, and which will be Saturday as you're listening to this. And Sunday, because the weather ain't going to be so hot. But that, that's the fun part. We'll see. We'll figure it all out. I'm looking forward to it.
4: How long are they there?
3: Just uh, through Sunday. They have to go back Sunday evening. But the nice part about it is they now have a car, which they've had for a year. So they don't have to worry about bus schedules. Like I remember the time (laughs) we would sit here with Tyler before he was married and he would take the bus in, the March bus, and we'd pick him up at the bus station and usually drive right up here to the lake. And then it was always a rush to get him back in time to get the bus. Then he found a bus line that actually comes through Holly, which is only about 20 minutes from here, 15 on a good day. Um, and, and so I remember watching us sitting at the dinner table, getting everything on the table, getting it all down our faces and getting out the door in time. <laughs> And there were times when we were seeing the bus coming the other way, and I was thinking, oh, my God. But there were, thankfully, 10 or 15 people that had to get on the bus ahead of him. So I, you know, did some of my incredible driving and zipped around and got him there in time. So it was it's fun, but uh, but this is so much nicer, so much more relaxed because they leave when they leave. You know, and that's good. On their own time and their own
4: schedule. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's good.
4: Well, you know, (laughs) Lynn, are they getting sick of the rat race
3: yet? No, I was just thinking about the same thing this afternoon. I wondered if, you know, uh, I think of people who even uh, my daughter-in-law's parents who live um, on, I guess it is, or in Long Island. Long Island, on Long Island. yeah. Yeah, Long Island. And and they, you know, they have been there for a very, very long time. That's where Jesse was raised. And they commuted into New York for jobs, and that was how it was done. But at the end of the day, you got on a train or something, and you went back to a, a real house with a yard and streets and neighborhoods. And a
4: neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: and and they don't have that. They're They're not there. They're on the seventh floor of something like a... 28 story building and you know they talk about going out for walks and it's all in the proverbial concrete canyons and yes they have parks you know that are within walking distance but it's not like having a backyard in a neighborhood so i don't know. know you know it's there are people who have stayed there and loved living in manhattan and have lived there their entire adult lives and would never think of going someplace else
4: so, yeah, it's I don't know. amazing I was thinking about that. Well, Lynn, when I'm there, you know, because Sean now has completed his today was the second week of his new as I call a big boy job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um he he's living in the city and, you know, this is structure for Tom, Sean because you have to remember, Sean just graduated. He's 27. He just graduated law school in May. So he's had two he's had two different jobs in the two years that he took as his gap year between Penn and Yale, but he, mm-hmm. but he, there was flexibility. And so now this is much more regimented and Sean is like his mother. He has to bop and weave and be, you know, he's, so I'm sure this is a little difficult for him. Um, but he's, <laughs> he's liking it. And he's, and of course he's in the city and I think to myself, and I would never say it, but I think, Oh God, why do you want to be in the city? Like it, yeah. It, I would lose my mind in an apartment building with no outdoor access, like to walk outside or to, it, 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 I just, I, I can't stand that. So, and then it's such a rat race to go here, to go there. I mean, yep. it pushed me over the edge when we were moving Tommy out and just trying to get a parking space and get the stuff out. It's a pain in the, you know what? So um yep. not a big fan of that kind of living. Although, I mean, I lived in Philadelphia when I got married and I lived on the 27th floor of a, a high rise in Philly and there was no outdoor space, but it was okay because you're younger and you're not looking at all that. But then we, you know, bought a house in queen village, which was very neighborhoody. We had a little backyard and, you know, you could walk outside and it was so much better and it's in the city, but it was removed enough from the hustle and bustle of the city. And I, I, I mean, I don't mind that, but it's, without having that outdoor stuff, and I guess I'm just spoiled because of my own outdoor space, I, I, I think I would yes. lose my mind. And after a while, people get sick of it. But every time I'm in there, I see all these older ladies and men, like, walking around, whether they have a walker or a cane, or they're just strutting around. You know, I saw this older lady. I was We took Sean back last week, and I saw this older lady. She had, like, high heels, like a three-inch heel, like and she's walking around and she had to be in her eighties, and I'm oh like, my oh my god! Like, it, so I guess it's all what you like and the convenience of that kind of living. I, I, I guess they like it for that reason. I, I don't know. I think it's yeah, it's overrated. Always, to me, it's
3: always a trade off. You know, they it they is.
4: like the availability
3: of things and things you can't find in in a place like this and. You know, just the specialty shops, the restaurants, all all of that stuff that is appealing to someone of that age. That's great. I know. And yeah, I think it, like it, it is. It is. said, that that woman who is probably older. I have a, a very dear friend who lives on the Upper East Side of New York and has been there her entire adult life, and 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 she loves it, and she wouldn't go anywhere else.
4: Yeah, I mean, she
3: struts around. She walks. She does. But she loves to go and be at places like this lake. You know, she loves the outdoors. She loves to swim. And I, I think, well, okay, she's got the best of both worlds, I guess
4: yeah That's I think how I, I mean it's it's, how, it's it's what you like and like I said I would never because I think it's exciting and my mother felt the same way about me when I moved to Philadelphia and my grandmother like how could you go to that how how are you going to live and then when we had Tommy and they're like you're raising a child in that city and you know <laughs> it was um it, you know it was so yeah. foreign to them you know oh, but no. when you're young and you just go and you do and it, it's it's a different story now when you're I just as an adult and as someone who's been there, you know, cause I did live in a city, so I know what it's like, but not New York city, but Philly. And that's a, you know, that's a nice big city, but it's easier. You know, I remember, I think I said this to you before, I took a cab ride once in Philadelphia when I first moved there, and this guy, he was a real good guy, he was his own business, and he he said, oh, he said, I said, you like it here, he goes, I love Philadelphia, born and raised, I know every nook and cranny, and he said, and you know what, I'd much rather be here than, than New York City, Philadelphia has everything New York City has and less. Less craziness, <laughs> less traffic, less people, less, less right. you know, issues. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. So um yep. Philly's so easy to get around. Now, I would live in Philadelphia in the city. I would think too. nothing mm-hmm. of moving back to Philadelphia. But New York, yeah, yeah another story. But So well, good luck to all those who do.
3: Yes. But don't you remember did you get the usual sermon before you went to New York? I know I did. You have to tuck some money in your bra. You have to put some money in your shoes because, just in case you ever get um, what's the word? They mugged in New York. Pickpocketed. Uh, you'll pickpocketed. Have, yeah, you'll have some money to be able to get yourself home. So I used to go no. there,
4: meet friends, and I was petrified, beast. <laughs> and then I no, thought it was I, ridiculous. No, I didn't. I mean, I, I really didn't. They didn't tell me that. Oh. But I, you know, it was just my mother and grandmother used to love going into the cities on for, um, into the city on bus rides for shopping and stuff. That was, they would, we would go oh, all the yeah. time and my grandma, they, we would walk all over and they loved it. So, but yeah. it's, it, it is a, it's, it is a cool place and there is a lot of good stuff, but I'd like, I like my own now uh, 1508 Jefferson, if you know what I'm talking about. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, I do. But, um, Yeah, and I know you like where you're at, so yes, it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. Well, I guess we better take a quick break. Yes, we should. All right? Yeah, because I know it's a couple seconds before it turns. So we'll be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show.
0: Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399. Or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at LaurieCadden.com, dot ncom Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know.
2: Era One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now back to Lori and Lynn.
3: Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and financial planner with Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm in Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. That deals specifically with the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and a whole bunch of other places where you get podcasts.
4: And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I had a couple things I, I thought I would chat about this morning.
3: I, I this one I really got to me in a lot of ways because it was it was sent by uh um, my husband's cousin, excuse me in Instagram we say cousins, okay
4: <laughs> yeah cause, cause, I don't think so. hopefully you don't say that. <laughs> oh, there are those, yes, oh, I know anyway. there are
3: <laughs> She sent this thing that was written by somebody else, and it's called a Winter Friend. Um, I first started reading this email and was reading fast until I reached the third sentence. I stopped then and started over reading slower and thinking about every word. It makes you stop and think. So please read slowly. And it's called, And Then It Is Winter. You know time has a way of moving quickly and catching you unaware of the passing years. It seems like yesterday that I was young, just married and embarking on my new life with my mate. Yet, in another way, it seems like eons ago. And I wonder where all those years went. I know that I lived them all. I have glimpses of how it was back then and all of my hopes and my dreams. But here it is, the winter of my life, and it catches me by surprise. How did I get here so fast? Where did the years go and where did my youth go? I remember well seeing older people through the years and thinking that those, quote, older people, unquote, were years away from me. And that winter was so far off that I could not fathom it or imagine fully what it would be like. But here it is. My friends are retired and getting gray. They move slower and I see an older person in myself now. Some are in better and some worse shape than me, but I see the great change, not like the ones that I remember who were young and vibrant, but like me, their age is beginning to show and we are now those older folks that we used to see and never thought we'd be. Each day now, I find that just getting a shower is a real target for the day. (laughs) That cracks me up, because that is my story. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and taking a nap is not a treat anymore. It's, a, it's mandatory. Because if I don't on my own free will, I just fall asleep where I sit. Now, that's not true for me. I don't do that. But anyway. And so now I enter this new season of my life unprepared for all the aches and pains and the loss of strength and the ability to go and do things that I wish I had done but never did. But at least I know that though the winter has come, and I'm not sure how long it will last, this I know that when it's over on this earth, it's over. A new adventure will begin. Yes, I have regrets. I don't, I might add. There are things I wish I hadn't done, things I should have done, but indeed there are also many things I'm happy to have done. It's all in a lifetime. So if you're not in your winter yet, let me remind you that it will be here faster than you think. So whatever you would like to accomplish in your life, please do it quickly. Don't put things off too long. Life goes by quickly. So do what you can today as you can never be sure whether this is your winter or not. You have no promises that you will see all the seasons of your life. So live for today and say all the things that you want your loved ones to remember and hope that they appreciate and love you for all the things that you've done for them in all the years past. Life is a gift to you. The way you live your life is your gift to those who come after Make it a fantastic one. Remember, it is health that is real wealth and not pieces of gold and silver. Your kids are becoming you, but your grandchildren are perfect. Going out is good, coming home is even better. You forget names, but it's okay because other people forgot they even knew you. You realize (laughs) you're never gonna be really good at anything, especially golf. The things you used to care to do, you no longer care to do. But you really do care that you don't care to do them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You sleep better on a lounge chair with the TV blaring than in bed. It's called pre-sleep. <laughs> I was going to say that one to Meyer. But I yeah. <laughs> You miss the days when everything worked with just an on and off switch. You tend to use four letter, more four-letter words. What, when... Now that you can afford expensive jewelry, it's not safe to wear it anymore, anywhere. You notice everything they sell in stores is sleeveless. What used to be freckles are now liver spots. Everybody whispers. You have three sizes of clothing in your closet, two of which you will never wear. But old is good in some things. Old songs, old movies, and best of all, our dear old friends. Stay well, old friend. Send this on to other old friends and let them laugh in agreement. Isn't that great? I love it. I love it. Love it. That's really funny. I love. That's that. a good one. Too. To, to those things that we we don't even realize we do them. Uh, the I mean, you said you said, but when this thing was about. Your target for the day is to take a shower. I can't, I can't tell you how many days I think in the morning. Oh, I got to well, take a shower today.
4: Well, uh, you know what it is, Lynn. You know what I think it really is about the shower thing. It's what? It's the time. It's the time that it takes to yes, do it, it to is. complete it and to and like if you're if you have to dry your do your hair and you, like I just find that as I have you know gotten older. I have so much to do, so uh, more in a different way than I did before. And so it's the time that it takes to to complete everything. It's like once you're done, you're fine. But getting there is another story. It's Not like I I don't want to do it because I love to take showers. I love them. But you know, it's just okay. Then I have to get out. And then I have to do this, and the routine of do. And I won't break a routine because I have to do things the same way every day, so I know I don't miss a step. So I, it's just like okay, I do this, I brush my teeth, I do this, but so it, it's it's That's for me, is what that is. But um, well, I, the I, other I thing I want it's
3: the same. It, it's to yeah, me, it's about how much time does it take for me out of my day to do the shower exactly the, hair, the whole makeup what or whatever, whatever else you're doing yeah
4: i know yeah well right. the other I'll thing watch. is i wanted to tell you it was it was i was thinking about this so i went to lunch a couple weeks ago with my uncle gene uh, my uncle gene is the last and we've talked about this before but the last surviving fam- brother of my dad and there were seven of them and um mm-hmm. did i tell you this story that we were with my son, Sean, and my cousin, Kate, and we were having lunch at Scanlon's on the porch. And so my uncle, Gene, always tells the stories of, you know, growing up with seven kids and, you know, six boys and one girl. And my grandpa died when he was, when when they were young. And my, my, my grandma was raising kids from the, um, from the age of 11 to six months alone, plus running my dad's, my grandpa's business. And, you know, it was just, it was a struggle. But um, mm-hmm. you know, and what money they had or didn't have. And my uncle said he heard somebody once say that that was, it was him. And he said, well, I don't know. Two old ladies were walking by them. And he said, well, I don't know who the one kid is, but that other one is one of the poor kittens. Oh. And my uncle said, poor, like we never heard yeah. that. We, even though they were, when they thought about it, you yeah. know, six, seven kids, no father, um, you know, their mother trying to do everything. It was very difficult, and so you know, making food and and make, and always having the, the same amount of food, including the time when my and I think I told you this, but my aunt, my my nana's cousin said they would come in from school and they were all looking to eat something. And, and the, my cousin, my Nana's cousin said to her, Mary, aren't you worried about spoiling their appetites? And she said, I've been trying to spoil their appetites for years because all they did was <laughs> eat, you know? And so yeah. anyway, my, my, my uncle was telling us the story. And he said, you just, we didn't realize we never knew we were poor. We just never looked at it that way. And he said mm-hmm. to Sean, ah, oh, and it just, it's, he, he he said to Sean, Sean, I want to just tell you something. We may have been poor, but we had a million-dollar mother.
3: Wow. And I thought,
4: oh, my God. Wow. That's a great Isn't topic. that a beautiful look? He Exactly yeah. what he said to Sean. He said, remember that, Sean. And I thought, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A yeah. million-dollar and, mother. And, uh, and, and so, you know, we know because we know what my grandmother was like. You know, she was 86 when she She's passed. She's grandmother she, that lived with you, right? No, 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 no. This is my dad's grandmother, my dad's mother. Oh, okay. No, no. My my grandmother was my mother's mother, who I adored as well, but they were different yeah. people, like different age, way different age group. And my And my grandmother, Nana... Uh, Le Boutier, Her, she lived with us since I when I was five because my grandpa died um, when he was uh, my grandmother was fifty, so my grandfather was right around fifty fifty two when he died, and so she mm-hmm. moved in with with us. But now this was my other grandmother because they, and when I when you hear that, I mean every one of my uncles and my aunt. Absolutely, absolutely adored my grandmother. I mean, they they idolized my grandmother. Every one mm-hmm. of them, and and that and that's what my uncle said. We may have been poor, Sean, but we had a million-dollar mother. And how old was she when she passed? Eighty-six. My other grandmother was ninety-two. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, my grandmother good. My grandmother died the day after my birthday, my grandma Cadden, and I remember thinking, oh, please, please don't die on my birthday, please, please, because she yeah. was so sick and so bad, and yeah, she passed yep. the day of February 5th, and... um but she was, she was wonderful and she would give us, no matter what we had, she, one day I had blue nail polish on and my mother, and my father hated it. We were at, we were down at my grandmother's on a Sunday night and they said, <laughs> we hate, look at that color nail there. Like it was like a, you know, like a pale blue. And and they yeah. said, look at those, that, we do not like that. And my grandmother's getting up and getting tea, and get, she said, look at Jimmy, stop don't complain. Let her alone. She looks perfectly fine. Don't bother about little things like that. Let her alone. And she would always like, just (laughs) let us be okay with whatever we were doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she told her, don't Jimmy, just stop yelling at her, Jimmy. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, it was good. (laughs) But anyway, so that, that was reminding me of that story, but I love that uncle Jeannie line. I thought that was the best. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. so I guess line. we're um, I guess we're, uh, yeah. caught up here. We're yeah. going to take okay. a break, and
3: uh, we'll be back with our guest expert, Angela Powell, who is the Public Affairs Liaison, liaison. liaison. Yep. with uh, yep. the Veterinary
5: Referral and Emergency Center in Clark Summit.
3: <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back.
5: and Google Play. on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is.
3: Business Banking at Fidelity.
7: We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. And my credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account. Uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you?
3: Member FDIC.
2: Here's Lori and Lynn.
4: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Lori Cadden, the owner of Lori Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business.
3: And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC, that's a financial planning firm, devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women in Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and many others. And our guest expert today is Angela Powell, who is a public affairs liaison for the Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center. She's got some interesting Halloween-related stuff to talk about. So welcome, Angela. Thanks for being back with us. Thanks for having me back. Yay! Okay, <laughs> so let's let's talk about some of those things that people forget um, when they want to share all of their uh, candy wealth uh, with their <laughs> animals. And in a lot of cases, I don't think... Um, if parents aren't around and don't see what the kids are doing, uh, a Mm -hmm. lot of times it's just a mistake, but I think it's a good idea to warn parents that they should get on this stuff. As soon as the kids bring back that monster bag. Absolutely.
8: So with Halloween coming up, houses are full of candy, whether you're giving it out to trick or treaters or you have kids in the house that are going to be bringing it home. Um, But right around this time uh veterinary clinics see a lot of calls and pet poison helplines see a big increase in two particular um, types of candy ingredients and they are chocolate and they are xylitol Um, and these Mm. two things can be very detrimental to your pets we see it a lot more with dogs than we do cats but you should really avoid giving it to either or any pet in the household. And I'm gonna go into why and uh, hopefully this will help any pet parents in the future if they do see their their pet ingesting it, kind of know what to do and how serious it is. Yeah. So, the, the most common one that, that we particularly see and one of the most common things that people Google or um, check search engines for on toxicities is chocolate. And, uh, it's largely influenced, um, by three factors, the size of the dog, the type of the chocolate, and the quantity ingested. So sometimes people will say, oh my gosh, my dog ate chocolate. Um, it was a bag of white chocolate. I don't know what to do. Well, like I said, each of the types of chocolate, um, varies in the agents that make it dangerous. So white chocolate is the least concerning. Milk chocolate has a little bit greater of a concern. Dark chocolate has a much larger concern and things like um, baking cocoa, unsweetened baker's chocolate and like raw cacao beans are the most dangerous. So a good rule of thumb Mm -hmm. is the darker the chocolate,
3: the more dangerous it is. And what is the agent in it that makes it so bad?
8: So chocolate
3: has two different agents
8: in it that make it, uh, more dangerous to pets than for humans. So it's theobromide and it's caffeine. Both, um, mm. affect the nervous system and unlike humans who have the ability to metabolize this in a way that's safe, um, pets don't have that capability. So any effects that we feel, you know, if you eat a lot of uh, chocolate or you have a lot of coffee, anything with a high amount of caffeine, you can sometimes get that jittery, shaky feeling. So if a pet doesn't have the capabilities to metabolize that to begin with, um, any kind of caffeine in their system or CO bromide will um, affect them in a greater way. So sometimes if there is a chocolate toxicity, Um, Clinical signs will be vomiting, diarrhea, um, rapid heart rate, um, if your pet is really restless, um, if they're having any kind of tremors or shakes, um, or if they're experiencing um, an increased thirst or urination, these are all signs that they may have gotten into some chocolate and are experiencing the effects for that. So we always try to tell pet parents um, You know, if you're worried, definitely contact the Pet Poison Helpline, Um, talk to them about the amount ingested, um, how long it's been since you suspected that the pet has consumed it. Um, And then they can even give you a case reference number that if you decide to go to a local vet or an emergency facility, that you can give them that code number and um, the staff can pull that record up. So that's really beneficial. Yeah, and then you can kind of keep a tally, so you're not taking, you know, two times to reach out to Pet Poison or a, a mm-hmm. Pet Poison
3: Helpline. Mm-hmm. But so one is, cool. let me ask you if this is a myth or not, because we talked about this I think once before, and I'm not sure if this is, you know, a popular what they call urban myth or if this is real mm-hmm. truth that um, cats can metabolize chocolate, but dogs can't. Is that true? I don't know for
8: certain. Um, I know that it's better to err on the side of caution. And, you know, if you have chocolate in the house to kind of avoid giving it to cats and dogs, um, mm-hmm. in addition to the uh, caffeine and the theobromine, it also contains a lot of fat and sugar, and that can also give your pets... Um, gastrointestinal upset and diarrhea, so it's better to just err on the side of caution and not even try to attempt it.
3: i got to tell you something that's funny because I'm asking you this question for a reason. My two cats, um, we Mm -hmm. always put a bowl of ice cream when we're all finished with it. We put it on the floor. Mm -hmm. And if it is Vanilla ice cream or anything that does not have chocolate in it, there might be a total of a teaspoon left in the bottom of the bowl, but they love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if anybody's eating chocolate ice cream and they put the chocolate ice cream bowl down the floor, both of them will go over and sniff it and walk away. (laughs) I just I don't know if that's innate, you know, that says, no, we know this is not good for us, or it's just a choice, but it's just so funny to watch them do that. Anyway, it's, I took you yeah, off track. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
8: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fascinating how pets can be specific and particular with their snacks and treats. So, yeah. I can't I don't want to say yes or no either way, um but I definitely know that it's better to not attempt it if you're even slightly concerned. So um, okay. another another uh, pet poison or toxicity um, that's come to light, especially in, you know, the past maybe decade or so is xylitol or it's also known as birch sugar, which is a uh, sugar substitute that's found in a lot of sugar-free candies and gums. Um, but you're starting to see it a little bit more in uh, sugar free or no sugar added, um, like peanut butters and nut butters, um, dessert mixes, puddings, uh, but it can also be found in toothpaste and mouthwash and beauty products. Um, wow. and this, this is, um, a little bit more of a danger, especially to dogs, um, as they typically don't discriminate if they go through a bag or a purse or a book bag. (laughs) Or some pet parents literally buy sugar, like low sugar, no sugar added peanut butter and they give it to their dog and they don't know to look for xylitol in the ingredients. Um, But there is no known antidote for xylitol ingestion, Um, but prognosis is good for quickly treated cases. So this is something that if given time to metabolize in the body that it can cause some serious harm to your pets. Um, So the reason why xylitol is so dangerous is xylitol in humans is used um, primarily for uh, that sugar substitute. So you get the flavor of sugar, but it doesn't release the insulin in humans. Um, So it's, good for people with, you know, blood sugar issues or diabetes, but dogs don't have that capability. Um, so it does release a large dose of insulin and can cause a spike in blood sugar, which is not good. So as little as 50 milligrams of xylitol per pound can cause some serious effects so if a piece of gum has a thousand milligrams of xylitol a 20 pound dog will be in serious harm just by one piece Mm -hmm. so it's very very important to keep any kind of gums, candies, beauty products, um, toothpaste, mouthwashes Um, any kind of candies that might come in in a Halloween trick-or-treat bag um, out of the reach of pets. Um, But if they do consume it, you'll see signs of vomiting, lack of coordination, they might also have tremors, and they might be super, super lethargic. So that's definitely something that if you start to see any of these signs, to definitely reach out to a pet poison helpline, your vet if they're available, or an emergency facility, um, because time is
4: of the essence. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, Angela, I just want to bring us back to the ice cream. Don't let Lynn kid you. The only person who has the (laughs) chocolate ice cream is Lynn. (laughs) Patrick. Just so you know, mm-hmm. and the only dark. So this is now another good reason for me to say, "If" eh, for dark chocolate that Lynn loves, no one else does around here. So that's that's a good uh, thing. But yeah, oh, be very I can careful with chocolate. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Angela. How Anything? can everybody re- <laughs> How can every anybody get in touch with VREC if they need help or assistance or any information?
8: All right, so we are located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit. Um, we're asking if you have any emergencies to please call ahead. Um, that way, if we are unavailable to take you as a client or if our emergency service is closed, we can give you a list of other facilities. Um, you can give us a call at 570 587 and you can also be our friend on Facebook. LinkedIn, YouTube,
3: and Instagram. Okay. Thank you. Um, anything Thank you. else you want us to know for the, the good of the animals? Ah, <sighs> uh, if you're going
8: to give your pets some Halloween treats, um, you can always stick with some plain, um, pumpkin, or you can give them some apple slices. Um, or if you have a, a pet that likes meat, you can always give them some plain, unboiled, or a boiled, skinless, unsalted chicken or fish. Um, And just keep an eye on them if you have trick-or-treaters so they don't get out and and run off. Okay.
3: All right. Thank you, Angela. I appreciate it.
4: Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Angela. We'll see you again next month. All right. Sounds good. Okay, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.